I like uh, the layout of our readings this week, that first reading, um, so filled with excitement and hope about a future where God uh, is free to take care of us without us fighting him every step of the way, yeah? And in our gospel reading, uh, John the Baptist getting all excited about the destruction of evil. And that is the bookend for our second reading where Paul says, you know we got to wait for this, yeah? And we got to wait for it together and with love and patience with each other. So last week, uh, I talked about how we need to wait with uh, awareness of how blessed we are in the waiting. Uh, This week, I'm going to talk about everyone's favorite topic, patience, and how you don't need it, but everybody else does. Uh, Really? Okay. Uh, No, we all need patience. And I remember some time ago, and I don't know if people still say this, but I I would get these like... um, inspirational quotes from people and one of them was you know if you pray for patience uh, the Lord is going to give you opportunities to practice patience I don't buy that yeah Uh, I don't think the Lord needs to send us any opportunities to practice patience I think we get tons of them all on our own yeah and I don't think it's like the Lord when you ask him for something to say well you got to earn it If that's the case, we're doomed. What I think the missing step for a lot of us is, at least for me, is I forget to pray for patience at the moment I actually need it. I might pray for it as an ethereal thing. Oh, Lord, help me to be more patient. But then when I'm in a situation where I need to be patient, how often have I stopped and said, come Holy Spirit. I don't want to do this on my own strength. I know my own strength. And sure, chiseled abs and huge biceps, I know, but I still struggle. That you laugh at. No, they are chiseled. They're just hidden under layers of fat. Um, But you know, we need patience. And we need to pray for patience. And I think we need patience with ourselves. Uh, It is easy how to say this, it's easy if you're in the fight to get discouraged. People who don't really think much about repentance don't often get discouraged by their sin. But people who are trying to be saints often get discouraged by our performance. Yeah? I drive me crazy some days. I want to be holy. But when the rubber hits the road, I can be very fearful I can be very, I don't know, lots and lots. I get in the way of Jesus making me holy and I frustrate me. And into that mix is the voice of God saying, you're in the fight. Be patient. Change and growth is a process. Be wary of the person who changes their whole life in a moment, because that doesn't tend to last. It might. But conversion and change is a process. And that process involves conquering internally. And it's going to take some time because we're tiny and breakable and God needs to be slow and gentle. So we need patience with ourselves in the process 
of holiness. I had a prof at seminary. I love this. He always said there's two sides to the coin, huh? On one side, we need to constantly be challenging ourselves to do better. And on the other side, we need to be patient with the fact that it's going to take, oh, let's see, oh, an eternity. Literally, right? It's going to be an eternity. So be patient. Push, but be patient. Discouragement is not a hallmark of someone who knows Jesus. Because we know he's already won. He's just trying to convince us on the way. We also need patience with other people. And I don't know if God was making fun of me or if this was bad luck, but this happened on Thursday. Yeah, the homily was done, and then uh, this happened. So on Thursdays, I pray the 8 o'clock here, and then I hustle out to my truck, and Dad usually goes with me, and we head over to St. Mark's. That's where I do my, my St. Mark day is on Thursday. Now, I did a short homily apparently on Thursday or something because we got out of there early, and all I did when I saw the watch, I said, Donuts, you know, I'm gonna stop at heaven over here and I'm gonna get us a cup of coffee and a couple donuts. So I've got about six minutes uh, extra. And when I walk in, there's only one person in front of me and nobody behind me, praise God. And I don't want to brag, I know donuts, as you might be able to tell. And uh, whenever they say, you know, which donut would you like? I'm like, well, all of them, but I should probably only get two, you know. Well, the guy in front of me, this is what he, have you been over to this donuts over here? I forget what it's called. Have you seen it's a display case the size of a Chevy? And every donut they're selling is right there. And he says, do you have such and such donut? I'm like, well, see, bro, you can look. They're, it's a clear case, you know. Uh, and the guy uh, behind the counter very gently said that. Well, uh, let's look here, you know. Well, do you have this donut? And I'm like, okay, be cool. You got six minutes, bro. You know, and then I had four. And then I had three. And I don't know if you've ever ordered donuts. Again, it's a big, clear case. Do you have? The answer is before you. And so finally, it's my turn. I'm a pro. I'm like, boom, boom, how you doing, right? Two cups of coffee, two donuts, let's go. So she puts it on the counter. I'm now all alone with her. And she starts pushing those buttons, yeah? And she's just about to hit total. When the door flies open, I promise this is true. And a woman charged in and said, do you have such and such kind of donut? And her little finger left the cash register. I'm like, oh, I was so close. And do you remember the clear, transparent case thing? And I'm like, sis, look, you know. And now a discussion ensues. And I'm dead serious. I'm standing there and I'm thinking, dang it, I wore my clerics, you know. A discussion ensues about why she doesn't have the donut. And it's not like she's the owner, right? She's not back there making tactical decisions. This is the gal working the counter. Leave her alone. Sell my donuts. So this goes on, and I'm now into late territory. And in my head, I did that thing maybe you do, right? Where we start with 
two donuts and two cups of coffee. And 30 seconds later in my head, it's the collapse of Western civilization. <laughs> yeah? This is what's wrong. You know, uh, people are selfish and loosely blue. And by the way, I'm never selfish. You should laugh at that. So <laughs> finally, uh, she pushes happy button. I give the cash. I get my donuts and coffee. And as expert as I am about buying donuts, I didn't think about transportation. I now have two push doors, two cups of coffee, and two donuts, and two hands. You with me? At which point, selfish gal uh, says, oh, let me get the door. I'm like, dang it. You know, I was all ready for my self-righteousness, and she opened the doors. And I get out in the truck, I, I don't know where dad is. I said, that's the same gal, right? The same gal who barged in and couldn't wait, you know, <clears throat> one button to ask a question that was answerable, ran and opened the door for me, like joyfully and with great excitement. Oh, I got it. Crap, I wanted to, I really wanted to judge her. And she ruined it. Uh, and it's something so stupid as donuts. And by the way, I can get to St. Mark's late. They can't start mass without me, right? <laughs> I thought about this way too much. This is the same person. She opened the door, ruined my morning. <laughs> and it was about, I don't know, it's probably the afternoon and I'm really thinking about this. And it hit me, well, I'm that guy too. I, I'm capable of being profoundly selfish and ridiculously aware of other people's needs. I'm the same guy. I'm one guy who can be a saint or end up in hell. And in the end, what I always long for from me and from everyone is, please be patient, I'm doing my best. Well, why wouldn't I extend that grace to her over something as important as donuts? Why can't I extend that grace? What are we talking about? Two minutes here? I don't know how many of these type situations you and I run into every day where humans irritate us. Not ourselves, uh, but other people irritate us. And how many times do we do what I did, right? It's all falling apart, right? Western civilization is collapsing. This is a perfect example, yeah? And how many times do we say, Jesus, help me be patient. Come, Holy Spirit. There's so many things in life I got to wait for. I think I can deal with a two-minute wait for donuts. Three is a bit much. <laughs> but patience... I think is this commitment for you and I to recognize that if we're going to all do this together, then we best cowboy up because there's no one here perfect. There's no one here. If you're here, I would assume you're striving. There's so many better things by the world standard you could be doing right now. But you chose to come here, receive Christ in the Eucharist, hear his beautiful words, that means everyone around you deserves our most 
gracious efforts for patience for no other reason than you need it too. So we're going to pray for patience this week. And we're not going to do it fearfully. Oh, the Lord's going to send me. Trust me, humans will do it just fine. The Lord's not going to send you. He doesn't torture you to teach you. But humans do. And we're going to drive each other nuts some days. And in that process, instead of seeing how it's a sign of what's wrong with them or what's wrong with the world, we're going to admit the truth. This is what's wrong with me. I am not patient enough. And so we'll pray for that grace of patience, particularly when we need it. And we're going to show the world what it means to wait with patience. Yeah, he's coming back, guys, and it's going to be awesome. He's coming back, and we're going to be at peace in a way we can't even fathom right now. But until then, we're going to wait. We're going to wait with awareness, and we're going to wait with patience. Amen? Amen. Okay.